Welcome. To That Comic Smell Podcast. David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Mike Sadaka, and Tom Stewart. Tony! Hey, Tony! <laughs> Tony's a. It's always recording. Tony's my taxi name. Tony! It's my taxi name and my telephone name. Tony. Yeah. Tony. Unless it's somewhat official where they actually need my real name. Hmm. I just say Tony to make it easy. Good. Because I'm sick of people going. What, what sort of do you say? All, all I'm over. Yeah. Oh, a, okay. Over the phone. Yeah, I suppose. To someone. Yeah, they're not expecting that. You know, if I'm just ordering fish and chips to pick up. Yeah. Tony. Do, do you really want me to spell my name? No, right. it's just Tony. Yeah. yeah. Can I have a taxi? So. <clears throat> How do you spell that? Oh, it's, it's Tony. Tony. T-O-N. Tony. Yeah, Tony. <laughs> yeah okay. And uh, oh, many a times it's been used. <laughs> Tony. Okay. Tony. It's T-O-H-N-I-E. Oh, I've even had some people say what to that. It's like, I can't get much easier than Tony. Well, I suppose I can. Tom. John. John. But then they'd be like, is that a name? Bob. Oh, yeah. Some people say Tom, that you always get John. Do you? And the phone, yeah. If I go, oh, thanks for Tom. John, no, Tom. Maybe John. Bill then. Bill. I'm Bob. 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 It's Bob. Bob. Yeah. There's no, there's no, mes- there's no mistake Bob. in Bob, is there? I think there's, there's no mistake in David. Bob. David. Bob. Yeah. I, I told you about that Spanish guy I worked with who uh-huh. yeah, said right. his name was Carlos mm-hmm. because when he first came to Dundee and he was working at Asda, oh, yeah. they couldn't say his name. Yeah, oh, right. So he just said, so he just said, Carlos. Carlos. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the first name that he could think of that the gringos would be able to say. Jesus. And then, oh, oh. What was his name? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Yeah, but probably someone that has that actually probably read it and said Jesus over the tannoy. Sure. Probably. Oh, right. Said, can Jesus come to <laughs> Butters and Fats? <laughs> or, and it was just a, <laughs> and a mass crowd yeah, yeah. erupted around going... <laughs> Can Jesus come to the biscuit aisle? He's I can dead. see! I can see now! I can see the land! So obviously oh he was like... So he's like, oh, Carlos from now on. Carlos. Dump. Dump. A lovely guy brought this bad boy. Dump. That was the first <laughs> one that I read. Dump. Boom. Yeah, but it's like David Robertson's dump. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, then you see how tall, exactly, you see how tall and big David Robertson's is. And (laughs) and the image he puts into your head when he goes, David Robertson's dump, you think, that's a mega toy. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big old bowl. You see, that is the first, I've got to tell you that because that is the first thing that came into my head when I had David Robertson's dump. Of course, yeah. Because you didn't go, 
David Robertson's Berserker drum. No, I didn't. Oh, David Robertson's Zero. Right. Right. So Bubblegum, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but David, David Robertson's Dumb. Dumb. Yeah. <clears throat> See, that one seems like more of a command. Dump David Robertson. Dumb. <laughs> Somebody was telling you to do that. Was that number two? Yes. Yeah. Is number one... Number did you bring number one? Have you got I a did, copy of number one? No, no, I didn't. Number one's kind of all finished. Oh, I've run out of them. Actually, I've run out of number two as well. But you kept one for oh, yourself, I've got, yeah? I've got, like, yeah, a yeah. couple in the house, yeah. So it's just... Uh, it's number three at the moment. Yeah. Number three... It was. It was obviously part of of, you know, whenever you're making a comic, you have to th make up a name for it, you know. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely one of those where I thought, oh god, I'm, I'm going to call it dumb. You know, I sat and thought, oh god, I'm not going to be able to think of a better title than dumb. I suppose. And then when I went, oh god, and David Robertson's dumb. Oh, it's got to be that. <laughs> I was sitting like groaning to myself. I know what you mean. Once you've got the idea that you think that's like, it. Yeah. What else could it be now? It's exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to get it in better than David Robertson's dump. You know, it's so awful. I just I can't beat that. And that was that. And that was it. Yeah. Th this one was good because it was dump number two. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I liked that as well. So what? Yeah. What's how? What's is that it now? Are you out of dump toilet lines? Dump's, firm, dump's finished. Yeah. Oh, well, is it? Is it because you can't find a? No, well, it's called fourth. Dump because the, the, the story that goes through the three issues is ah. called Dump. There's a story called Dump ah, in it, and that's finished. Ah, right, right. right. And, um, and then there was the idea that it was a, a dump for all the different comics that I do, you know. It's my book, like, once yeah. a year. So, so, so I've had a few different meanings as well as being a bit... Yeah, so there ain't going to be a filthy fault. Not, not any time soon. Never say never. I might fancy having another dump at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been doing, I've been doing this for years. I enjoy it. <laughs> but you're good at it. Yeah. Have they always been on? Have they always been on your own thing, Fred Egg comics? Uh, yeah. Well, these, even the first one. The um, what dump one? Yeah. 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 So you've always went by Fred Egg comics. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, Fred Egg was a character I made up when I was seven or eight. Mm -hmm. And I used to actually do comics about a character called Fred Egg that ran around having adventures and things like that. Right. But at that time, I used to, because I was reading like American comics at the time, and I was struck by, you know, the, the DC logo in the corner. Yeah. And so I used to kind of copy it and make it DR. You know, so, so I used to do like DR comics, and it, and it would be Fred Egg was a, was one of the stories. You know? Right. Okay. But then later on, when I was thinking of doing it as an adult, like more seriously, I had to. Th that, that actually that was another one where I thought, well, what will I call it? What would I call the the, the company? You know, me and the in the photocopy. <laughs> and, uh, and then I just suddenly thought one day, oh my God, Fred Egg. It was, it was another one of those Fred Egg comics. It's got to be. It's got to be Fred Egg comics. I yeah. can't get a better name than that. Yeah. And I had all that history with it. And, and I did like the name Fred Egg, with them being an egg called Fred, you know, with the, the Dundee dialect, you know. 
The amount, of time, the amount of times I send it to people and they write back and say, oh, blah, blah, Friday comics, and I always have to write back and say them. correct them, you know. It's funny, I've never thought about it like that, the fact that it's the Dundee... Yeah, that's really... That, that was the idea. Yeah, it's from the Dundee. I remember explaining that to me the first time, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I liked it. I just took it at face value. It was just Fred. He's yeah. Fred and he's... <laughs> like, it just as well, yeah. So he used to be a character... Yeah. I suppose technically still is a character, but it's one that he used to draw. About. That's right, yeah. I had an origin story for him and everything. And so, also what? It was a, it was a, a superhero Friday. He had a, yeah, the story was, was total nonsense. It was, it was something as basic as somebody was cooking an egg and then somebody, and then knocked on the door and they went, oh! And the egg flew up there and landed on the rings of the cooker. Yeah, that, that and that that process in itself made it come to life. The that, shock. That was it. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Was it electric cooker or gas? It was uh, electric. Yeah, because it can still. Ah, there you are. Exactly. Well, well, the ring you know, we'll need, convulsive we'll therapy. We need you know, to think of all the other things. Fret egg. That's it. And he ran off a house. Oh, he was. That was it. He was off and running. He was away and having adventures. And then I used to sit and do like parodies of other things, whatever I liked at the time. So I would have like uh, Spider Egg, and you know, but you know the way to do that for mm-hmm. characters. You know. Oh, parodies of parodies of anything I felt like doing. And so there was, yeah, there was a whole Fred Egg kind of universe that I was making. <laughs> every time I did another character, I like that. That was an egg. See, uh, I used to do Doom Lord as well from the Eagle. He was like, Ooh, doing, and his wee ring was like an egg. You know? Did it become <laughs> difficult to distinguish between in terms of creating a new... No, because I just... just like, whatever I liked, it just turned into an egg. You know, whatever the latest thing I was reading was, you know, I could have still been doing that. You were it. Yeah. I mean, I really was... This was all when I was like primary school. You know. Is that egg. when you started Fred Egg, like in primary school? Yeah, when I was eight. Oh, That's when right, I did it. Right. I think you should do Bring him back. Bring him back. Uh-huh. Dark, just just for a short dark story. version and you could Well no 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 don't don't get carried away. Don't get carried away now. SWAT team Fred Egg. This isn't your father's Fred Egg. Don't don't go that way either. Mark Miller's no. That's not gonna work. It didn't work for him. I don't know, maybe maybe I'll bring him back something. Um, yeah, you should like do some story. It's an anniversary. It's an anniversary story or something. You do. Yeah, you do. I see. I was really tickled to when I made my website. I put Fred Egg Comics, and I wanted someone underneath it. And I thought, what will I write? And I thought, I know what I'll write. And I wrote Established 1980 by David Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? Well, why not? It's true. It's true. <laughs> You're there, aye. It's so ridiculous. So. Obviously, you had Fred Egg from, uh, like we're saying, from primary school. So, yeah. have you uh, have you always been drawing comics since about then? Yeah, I mean, yeah, on and off, uh, I always drew comics, and then probably, yeah, it's a long story, isn't it? It's the story of your life. So I, I uh, take us through it. Yeah, I was probably probably doing a lot of comics, and then probably 
No, do you know, I never did. Were enough, you alone or did you have pals at school that were into it? Well, way back when I started Fred Egg, initially it was me and my pal, uh, Stuart, and, and we used to... I see, I've not spoken to him about this for years, but my memory is... Did you fall out of a Fred Egg? No. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he said he'd be where it's going. I thought it was an Adidas and humor story. No, it used to be like... It's going to be like Lee Curry here. No, one week I would make a comic and give him it, and the next week he'd make one and give me it, and we just swapped them. So that's how it started. But then, um, how long would how long would that have been? Would it be like a four-page thing or something? Probably like one bit of paper folded, and that was was it. So, um, and then from there, I was I was always doing them on and off. But the thing is, it was always it wasn't a vacuum. It was kind of you know there was no reason to be doing it. You know. I mean, like art teachers or or English teachers at school in those times weren't wouldn't be like well. Oh yeah, they wouldn't interested. Have, they wouldn't have been that interested. It was a, it was a yeah. known event, yeah. you know. So it was just something I liked doing, but nobody was really fussed, you know. So you were doing it for your own pleasure, for your own pleasure. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Not much has changed. <laughs> 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 Nobody's all that impressive now either. But um. Yeah, I was digging through, there was a story in one of these that I did, Bum Monster. I like Bum Monster. And Bum Monster, I put, I, that came about because they were doing a decap and it was, uh, it was to be a child-friendly one. <coughs> and I thought, oh, I know, Bum Monster. And, and I had, I had. <laughs> child, child-friendly and then one. <laughs> Bum Monster. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Bum Monster was like late 90s. I sat and scribbled it out and I'd never drawn it. Because again, I did it and thought, haha, and I just left it. I mean, you know, so what? Late nineties. Late nineties. They late were the heady days of Oasis and and uh, that whole yeah, the the Britpop days. Britpop thing where yeah, so you can see that Bob Bum Monster, Monster fitted in with that. Bum, scene. Exactly, <laughs> Bob Monster was in the whole lot. Yeah, see, nuts, so, mags, and stuff. So the thing was though, when I when I thought of doing a, a child-friendly decap. Decap is like when you read the stories out to the audience that they do, um, Damon Herb runs it. All right, yeah, and, yeah. Um, so I thought, yeah, I'll do that. And I thought, well, a child-friendly one. Yeah, Bum Monster. So I went digging out the, the roughs for Bum Monster. Now, they were like, you know, 15 years old or something at this point. So, and I've got a lot of garbage in there. I was going through my filing cabinets, you know. And as I was doing it, I was actually, oh no, there's that, there's that. And, and it was that that made me realise, you know, I never really did give up on this. I've always done something. Yeah. At, at least every year, there was another story knocked out, you know, for no reason. I just never stopped, you know. Um, did you, did so you, I was quite pleased with that. Did you draw that. with them? Or, like, was, it, was there sketches that went along with them? Or was it a case that you had uh, just the story, but no... Oh, no, I would always uh, sketch it. Oh, that's sketch the way it. I wrote it. Anyway, you know, I still do it. I write it and draw it at the same time kind of thing, you know. So that's... As layouts. Yeah, so that's your, that's your kind of that's draw, my, process, yeah. as they yeah. say. So, <coughs> so that was that, and then... Um, the details of it. What is your... What would you say your process well, is? Well, I brought some <coughs> stuff to show you. As a, just to let you see. So the initial, well, no, this probably isn't the initial thing. The initial thing would be I'm walking about and something happens and I go, oh yeah, and then I scribble it on a bit of paper and shove it in my pocket or or in my wee notebook. Right. But then when I'm coming down, these these books are great for keeping everything in mm. 
organized. And uh, so I always like this one's complete here. So I'll just like sketch up whatever the idea is and date it. That one was the treehouse cover for number seven. That's just the idea. Okay. So I've got like, oh yeah, okay, the guy's like, yeah, hey, great, I got it. And then there's a truck that I hit him on the back. <laughs> you know, so I thought that was fun. But as for stories, this this is how I write them, you know? Right, okay. That's so do you just do, is it one layer? It's just one rough version and then pretty much you're ready to go. Yeah, you, you just... I guess at this stage you're just penciling it. You're not worrying about the drawing at all. You know, no. it's all about the writing and the flow, and getting the dialogue and fitting everything on the page. So yeah, make sure it all fits in place. Yeah. So what's uh, sorry? What's <coughs> well, that was specific for this story. This was um, what was this called? How to make comics, part fourteen. <laughs> this was in this was in one There's of one these. Of them I in yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say. So, but yeah, you'll see how it ended up in here. I forget which book yeah. what's in I like that. I love looking at that Iron Man story again. Before coming. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Yeah, so that was that there. Behind the scenes looked how it's done, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I had this here. Oh, no, it's the latest new windows, you know. I don't know what any of this means. Yeah. And so I wanted a, I wanted a, a ridiculous screen, you know. Of what it, and I think this actually was what was on my screen, right. my laptop at the time. And like a lot of things, you think, well, use that, you know. Yeah. I, I try and, when you're looking for something you need, when you find it, you go, right, that's it. Yeah. You don't, yeah. you don't have to spend another hour making sure you get the right thing. Yeah. That did it. Mm -hmm. So I printed that off and <clears throat> I thought, well, I'll copy that when it's, because that's the kind of thing, a lot of things are just an idea. But when it comes down to drawing it, you, you need reference and stuff. Yeah. You know? So that's what that was. I just taped that in there, and then when it came down to drawing this, well, actually, is this in, this should be in here for the next stage of this. Oh. This is all my pencils and inks in this folder. Yeah. Right. 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 So hang on a second. So what's right. this Here's is just me. layout. That. That's, that's just layout. layout. So you got right. layout in the first book. Yeah, well, that is literally just to figure out what's going in every panel, yeah. regardless of. That's me sitting with nothing else, yeah. writing it. What have, I, right. what have I scribbled? How to make comics by 14. Part, what, blah, blah. Dave Berg style character. Okay, this was my, my initial idea. Do you know Dave Berg? He, he does stuff, or he did stuff for Mad Magazine. There's a certain kind of character. Oh. He always, uh, Dave Berg's lighter side of yeah oh okay thing. yeah yeah so my first thought for this was it'll be somebody like that that was my first idea for the character but then as i was doing it i've came away from that idea and i went with this person instead with the, with the heart on and stuff so so basically what we're looking at here is the penciled version of that the proper one yeah that's the layout yeah yeah so that's essentially just to so it's, Make yeah. sure that everything fits on the page yeah. and we've got the right flow and the right structure and the main message is there. Yeah, and and then, so first, nothing's really changed in these. Mm. So no, this, is, this is the idea and I've not, once I've started drawing it, I've pretty much stuck to this. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you'll go, no, this works better if I do this. You've done a couple of different things. Yeah. The character yeah. is different, yeah. Um, it's called in the magazine. And you went for like the printed. Yeah, version. Yeah, that's yeah. right for the type on the screen, and then I've, yeah, I've actually printed that and stuck it on. Yeah, glued it on, and then the next thing is putting the tracing paper on it. 
So this actually is. Oh, right. oh that goes on man, there. I used to love dressing. Yeah, and then you just sit and uh, do your panels for hours. And right, then, uh, so that's. Is that how most. No, everybody's different. Yeah. Right, and yeah. I've, I've found that out even more on this, you know, meeting course. Thing. Right, everybody does different things. I mean, a lot of people never touch a pen nowadays. You know, it's all on the computer. Digital. Yeah, yeah. do it digital. Drawing on a tablet. Drawing yeah. on the tablet or, or those. Yeah, is it Wacom? Yeah, I think I'd yeah. miss. Yeah, I like this too much. Tactile element to there it. There is still <clears throat> there is still a crowd of people that do it. Oh yeah, yeah. no, they, they do it properly. Oh there's, right, there's yeah, industry, yeah. There's industry folk out there that still do it. I mean, is it just because it takes a lot more time that people do it on the? I computer? think it's a lot of work on the computer as well. Yeah, right. I think it's, it's a lot of effort as well and work. Yeah, I think it's more for the ease of distribution more than anything. You're mm. able to share it out to people a lot easier yeah. than sitting on Make a PDF and get it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if it's on that, you've got to then go to the effort of scanning it in more than that. Sharpening it up and yep. getting it all out, you know what I mean? But it's just the same, you know, really. It's six hundred dollars when you think about it. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, sure. There it is there. Yeah. Wow, nice. And with, figure, with figures, I tend to use the brush pen. And then if it's any other, like the computer, you know, any hard stuff, I get a, a pens, you know. Because mm -hmm. I like the variation of the line when it's a, when it's a person. So when it's a person you use what, sorry, what so, kind of so pen? Just a, like a brush pen. So you're getting a bit of variation in line as you're going along. Is a brush pen uh, like a quill? Kind of. It's just kind of, yeah, it's, it's just got a head like a... Paintbrush. Somewhere between a paintbrush and a, and a, and a felt tip pen or something. Uh, and you can okay. reload it. And, that, and so Brush it gives, it gives. It's got a bit of give in it as you get them. And yet you can see, you know, the lines, even on the even on the DVD box here, or the, or the screen, it's all thin line. It's all one line there. Right. So that's... So do you never use it? Because I've done technical drawing yeah, for okay. tracing paper, so we use rotring. Yes. So that's or stable, you know, then yeah. kind of refillables that are. Mm -hmm. Oh, is yeah, that, there we go. Right. that kind of thing. I've yeah. never so used a pen like that. They're, they're really them. nice. Usually you have to order them online, I've found. They don't, they're not the kind of thing to sell in a regular yeah, do not even at that either. Burns place that shut down, they wouldn't have had it. They would have had them, yeah. Right. That's where I got them. That's where I used to get them colours. It's a flexible point. Yeah, it's yeah. a flexible point. Yeah, it's 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 a flexible point. And then you, is that one of the ones with the cartridge though? Like a technical drawing pen? No. Mind you, things are a little Yeah, I think that one was one that you use until it runs out. Right, and then. Yeah, but it lasts for ages. So literally, you just put that on there and went over the main lines. Yeah, I would do that. Actually, the first thing I'd do is do all the panels, then do all the words, get them all right, and then get to work on the figures, and then do the background stuff. What kind of pen do you use for the, the panels? Uh, Just like a sharpie or something? Yeah, that I've, I've got these nice, I can't 
can't remember what they're called. They're like felt black pens, and I've tended to use them. They've not even got a number on them. Right, okay. But it depends what. Sometimes you use like the other ones, number eight, for the for that. Good, because you can see how then when you do this final version, you kind of think, okay, I'll just make that line slightly less, you know, than there. Yeah. And how it's it allows you a little bit that final gives a bit of character flavour that final phase of just readjustment <laughs> sometimes it just like it does its own thing and you go oh quite like that you know, yeah. I'll take credit for that I meant, I meant to do that <laughs> you know and then the next thing with this story uh, was, was printing it off so I printed it off and then it, this one I just coloured in with coloured pencils actually so that's all just coloured pencils so how you know, so you, you took the the tracing paper and did what photocopied it uh, Would that yeah. work? Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> Would that work? I, I scanned it and then printed it. You scanned it and then printed yeah. it, right? And uh, and then the printer just coloured it with the the pencil. So it's quite light kind of colour. It's not very. It's not That's very how you get that slight variation in say the trousers there. Is that you've done it by pencil? Here. That one, I think the cover was. I think that was watercolours. Ah, right. So yeah. it was more. Yeah. Ah, see, this, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's quite muted, you know, mm. when it's printed. But you don't uh, normally... A lot of your stuff's black and white. Yeah, it, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be going on with this. Normally be doing it, yeah. yeah. So, that's, um, so that's exactly what ended up in Zero Sum Bogum. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did, once it... Once it before I put it in, I... Because there's the grain of the paper over everything. Mm -hmm. I kind of took out, you know, made it more white around the panels as well, like highlighted it and deleted it. All right, okay. And I did that around all the, every letter as well, all the, all wow. the lines. Because you'll see it in the, you'll see it in the printed one that it's, it's kind of subtle, but like, it's slightly white. Yeah, it's white, yeah. Just for the clarity. Like what it, the bubbles are? The bubbles are, yeah. yeah they just uh, like, they just stand out a wee bit more. It's more contrast. Yeah. So how did you do that? Sorry. So, <laughs> so for instance, look, there's the, there's the drawing table, yeah. which is that. That's just white. Yeah. And I didn't do that on there, so that's the white as it is. And then if you look at that, yeah, that's because I deleted out there, or that would have been the same color as that as well. And in fact, the whole background would have been the same as that. You deleted out. I deleted out the entire surrounding. So all, all the, the background, between, all the background color there would have actually been the would have been the color of that, and the same with the just speech balloons. But I just sat and went through it all and deleted it all. Sorry, I, I still don't understand how you deleted it. Deleted it. Well, well, just like on, Photoshop, on Photoshop. Oh, on Photoshop, right. Photoshop, okay, yeah, right. It's the yeah. scanning match, Scan and that's where you work. Oh, yeah. so on the that's scan. That's what he's editing. He's editing the scanning match. And then when he's happy with that, he prints it out. Delete it from here. Yeah, come on, it does that. So it's editing using the computer. Okay. And it's the scanning match that he's editing. That I can get me head around. So that's one story. Uh, for instance, I mean, everyone will be a different kind of routine. But I'm assuming most of them will be sort of it'll be that process minus the color, and then at the end, yeah. yeah. Tell me though, when you yeah. first started doing Fred Egg, you weren't doing that, were you? I mean, when I did well, tentative comic strips when I was a kid, I was just like, 
It was just one panel and you drew oh, yeah, it. And yeah. it was like, oh, I messed up. Well, get the, the rubber out. The <laughs> bit that's still most like that is this bit. Yeah. This bit's here when you're free. You can do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You can screw it up as much as you like because you're just passing yeah. your ideas here, you know, in the, in the first layout. Because I never thought, you know, when I was a kid, I never thought of that. And I suppose because teachers and stuff weren't interested. Yeah, they wouldn't have. They might, had they been, they might have said, Get a booklet. Uh huh. Do your ideas there. Yeah. Like a first version. Yeah. And then you go on because I was just getting frustrated at doing first versions mm. and it wanting it to be right first time and it not being right and going right. I can't do this. Every person I'm going to play football. that does comics. It's fascinating. They've just all got a different way of doing, it. and it's right. so interesting to sit and listen to them. Just yesterday, I was speaking to somebody and they were showing me their stuff. And of course they so they had their big page and it was all inked. But the pencils were sellotaped onto the back. And I'm going, oh look at this. And then of course using light box. Oh, so sellotaping right. it on, putting it on the light box and then inking it. And then just leaving it sellotaped on the back, because you know, why bother? That's a good point. Yeah. So it's all Alright, oh, so they're missing out the tracing kind of They don't trace the do light box, yeah. Straight onto paper. Yeah. Took me years to cut to to start doing the tracing paper. Yeah, yeah. Because of course, what you do at first is you sit and pencil it, and then you get your pen and go right on. Yeah, there. that's what I thought. Yeah, and then you rub it out. Right. Yeah, and then you go down like that. <coughs> I liked it when it was penciled. Yeah. So this bugged me for ages until I just thought, well, get some tracing paper. Yeah, thing with the pencil yeah. you always get those lines, those. Small details. It's just got a life to it. It has a life, yeah. But you never really can't. And then when you want to do ink it, yeah. either you have to have a selection of things and you have to spend ages, which you could. Yeah. But what happens if you make a mistake and suddenly, oh, that's, that's everything. Yeah. From now there, I have to do some tippets, I have to blank that out. Mm -hmm. But I said that with the pencils, there's always more life, there's always lots of it, there's always more. I always find more fluidity. Yeah. Because I remember when I was young, I used to do some illustration things like that, and I was with the paints, I love it. Mm. As soon as I had to do the inks, and I thought, nah. <laughs> no, no, and, then, and I reached a point where I would say, well, I do I'll just do it directly with inks. I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm not going to do pencil. Right, yeah. But that doesn't give you room forever. It's not the same flexibility. Yeah, you've either got, you got to get it right first time, haven't you? And my friend, my friend Tony, <laughs> and I'm not joking, he's called Tony. <laughs> From Menorca. He's called Jesus. <laughs> no, no, he's called Antonio. <laughs> he's called Tony. So he, he does cartoons for newspaper, and he oh, always okay. likes yeah. the... He likes the paper, he likes to do the pencils mm -hmm. and the inks, sometimes he does stuff, but yeah, the pencil always says is the is the freedom, is the the spirit of it. It has something that is difficult to reflect once you start to put the ink. The ink just makes it solid and mm -hmm. whereas there yeah, there's all these lines that you might not use but yeah, it, gives yeah, yeah, I, I, it gives character. Yeah, because I it gives character. There's some movement. Yeah. It's always there's, the same. You always lose something and that that's I part of the process. Because yeah. what you're getting in, in something that solidifies with the mm -hmm. ink, mm -hmm. you lose that fluidity, that character, that... Yeah. yeah, this is like, we can go in a few different ways here, and this is like, this is where we're going. We're here. Yes. There's no more options, you know? Yeah. But that's, that's quite symbolic of the whole process, really. 
Yeah. All the ideas are great in your head, swirling around, you know, and when you nail it down and it's on a bit of paper, that's what it is now. Yeah. And so that, all the magic and... That reflects, yeah, as I say, that reflects here. You just, so you have several lines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is the line. That's right, yeah. That's the that's one we've chosen. That's the one we've chosen. We have to do that. Do pencilers and inkers in big comics tend to be the same person? No, no. necessarily. Oh, right. mm. Because I'm thinking now, how would the ink necessarily know what well, they, do, they, do, they do? They do what they want, don't they? Yeah, there they is a lot them. of there's a lot of conversation on that point of inkers that perhaps spoil certain artists' work. Yeah, because uh, could see why they're going. They're either going too heavy or too light, and it's something that the the the, the original artist is sitting looking at going, ah, that's rubbish, oh, yeah. and that that then. Uh, sparks up the debate between them of uh, oh I, I don't want to work with this person because this person doesn't ink my work properly but I'll work with this person because they do it spot on in a way I can understand that there. someone will work better with someone's style won't they but, but then that's how that's how the budget and everything comes into it because you know, the person's more expensive and right. blah, blah, blah. that's how you end up getting but some stuff that's a bit kind of all over the but place but then why don't uh, just to get over that just Get them to ink it as well. Pencil it and ink it. It's kind of happening more and more. Because they're too busy. It's happening more nowadays. But yeah. if you if you look at comics in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, especially in the United States, you look like look Marvel and DC. They have a time to do everything. Yeah. So there'll be a script. It could be a full script if you look into the DC comics, or it could be a Marvel script, which was just a. A basic idea of what was gonna happen. Yeah. Then the artists will do all the layouts, will do all the pencils, will set up the whole rhythm of the story. Mm -hmm. That will go back. The inker will do the ink, and the writer will do the speech bubbles and the dialogue, etc. That sort of idea. Yeah. That would be the Marvel way sort of thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah as yeah, Tom was saying, is you would find stuff by Jack Kirby. And for example, you get Jack Kirby ink by himself, or you got Jack Kirby ink by, I don't know, um, Vince Coletta, or you would get Jack Kirby ink by, let's say, Don Haig or Joe Sinot. Mm -hmm. And it changes everything. Yes. Right. The final <laughs> product is different. You look, yeah, Even Vince Coletta, there's the lots of, you mm -hmm. look at pencils, for example, Jack Kirby. Prior to be inked by Vince Coletta, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of detail is gone, yep. completely. Yeah. The strength of the figure suddenly is gone, and then you look into, for example, Joe Sinot, and Sinot it gives always that solid, mm, basic, strong. There's a lot of shadow, there's a lot of uh, ink in it as well. Or you look it's, at Don Hake, and it's closer to Jack Kimper's not quite. So everyone has a implies some detail in it. Right. Some no, artists, no, no one person is going to pick the same line. So no, you're no. Going to get two totally different representations. Uh, you could give, you could give, a uh, three different inkers the same page. Oh yeah, and you get three totally yeah. different pieces of art. Mm -hmm. But as the work of the editor, in in this big enterprise, that has to decide. Who's going to win? It's like, well, this is the budget, this is who I can hire, this is who is available to do it. Because yeah. that's the other thing. Because yeah. it's not always who you can hire or who is, or, or you would like, is who you can afford and who is available to do it. It's yeah. like football. 
like anything. Well, the managers, yeah. and so yeah, comics yeah. will come out better or worse. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. but if you look into comics out of that sort of way of marketing, like from Marvel and DC, you got something more independent, something a little more flexible. You go towards Europe and the European comics, that is, it could be a more flexibility than the, maybe the artist does his own ink, or maybe the artist is in a studio yeah. and the guy who does the ink is it's just sitting next to him. Awesome, yes. yeah. And they can delay, they can go back and forth. Yep. And sometimes these collaborations can work really well. Sometimes not so well. But I mean, yeah, it's, there is no setup. As far as I'm aware, it's certainly in independent comics and things like that. The majority of the time is you do your pencil and, and you do your ink. Yep. Uh, I think 2018 as always as well was them doing everything. Yeah, yeah, they never can do it. But um, there's some real horror stories about Vince Coletta as well. He, he, he was always in use because he was fast, you know. Yeah. Like he was like, fast because he would eliminate lots of people. Yeah, lots he of would, detail. they would give him like a 20 page comic to do in one night. And he'd go, yeah, I'll do it. You know, you sit and ink the whole lot in one night. And it was just yeah. talk, we're just, obviously, we're just like all the buildings in the back and everything, just rub it out. You know, just rubbing it all out and just thinking, you have half an hour to do this page, you know, do, 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 rub it all out. What the next one? Right. He, he was actually. Um, Vince Coletta really struck me. It's bad to say, but just for how bad it was, you know, in the, as a as a younger, you know, like re- reading. There was I can't remember who the penciler was, but I remember reading this comic and going, I don't like this person. Yeah. And I thought I don't like this penciler. I, I don't like this artist, you know. And then I went and saw some other comic that I drew, and I thought, oh, but that looks good though. And then I saw some other comic and I thought, oh, wait a minute, this look, and then I, I put it together. Oh, if this guy inks anything, it looks terrible. Right. Because, of course, at first you, you think more of a pencil and you're not quite sure. Oh, no, I recognise that style. Well, that's like, I mean, the Kirby really still comes through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course it does. It's, good, it's only Kirby. when you get different people he's inked that you, that you start seeing this very blandness of line and a lot of details that... Vince Coletta, the patron saint of superheroes. That's quite a bold statement. He's got it? a fan there. So he, yeah, he was in use because he. I mean, it, I mean, it is definitely. I mean, you can't really take all the Kirby out of Kirby. No, you can't. But it's still. Yeah, it's very flat compared to a lot of stuff. And yeah, I've seen people uh, swear by. Some, some people shot. do Jack Kirby. Uh, Jack Kirby and Vince Coletta. <laughs> Yeah, well, he famously uh, inked most of that, or all of that, Kirby Thor, the legendary mm. Ronan Thor, he did, except Coletta inked it all. So who knows what was lost, you know? Oh, there you well, look, there's an example. Look, yeah. that's good. So there's the, the pencils. By Kirby. By Kirby, and then he's inked it. And he's, he's just went, like, missing didn't people need him. But then he need Oh, this. yeah, so he's, 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 he's even left people out. Yeah. It's even, like, it's just a strange and then just getting the job done. And wow. to give you a, a comic interesting that is seen by different guy, not just Sino, but it's probably it's in early days. Actually, there you go. Look, yeah, he's, he's got rid of the other that that has the cat. He's got the Kirby hand in it as well. Use yeah. another one as well. There's the original. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then. Oh yeah, the building's a lot 
build is just the grid. It's just gone. Uh, it's just the grid. The hair, the yeah. wings, the details on the face. But there's yeah. the previous yeah. one again. It's incredible, isn't it? Look at that. It's completely different. All the Kirby's Is it Kirby Crackle? Kirby right Crackle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, though. You can't take the Kirby out of Kirby, but too much. But he's tried his but he's tried his done this. Yeah, he's tried his best. Um, oh, man. Yeah. But again, with it being a business, they knew they could rely on him. They yeah. needed this thing out he by was, tomorrow. Yeah, he was also probably the most affordable at the time as well. Yeah. Because he, he made, was getting so much work, he could afford well, to work He did say that he made lots of money. Yeah. And he used to used to earn lots of money because he was really fast. But yeah, but it's that thing because he's because he's so fast he can he can afford to be uh, cheaper because he's getting so much work. He's just pumping that much out. He's getting paid from loads of different outlets at the same time. So it's you know it's incredible though. Mm. It's incredible, and it's sad because if you look back in time and then you look into what he says or said, and it looks like this Vince Coletta was earning. Uh, very decent amount of money and in proportion to what Jack Cable was earning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, that's it for the stuff for every day. Let's come back to. I wanted to sort of take a spread step, back, comics. step back a wee bit though, mm -hmm. because we we kind of stumbled across it a wee bit there because we were speaking about um, slightly, just slightly about influence. I just wanted to know mm. what what kind of. Influ influences you but what influenced you to get into comics and why comics on a whole is mm. there somebody within is there somebody within the family is it creative family or nobody in my family was making comics you know my dad would draw things sometimes yeah I do I do remember him drawing like birthday cards and stuff you know? right and uh, was he a good Ah, oh yeah, well like he would sit, I mean I had all these Hulk comics and he would sit and draw the Hulk, ah, you know, and write like Happy Birthday and Hulk Sheldon Happy Birthday and ah, so that yeah. sticks in my mind, you know, it was cool. Yeah. And then my mum was like like playing the organ and all that, you know, so there was music and that going on as well. Yeah. Well music, music seems yeah. to be a big, seems to be a, th a thing that kind of influences yeah. you throughout your Does that come work up as well? Well, well yeah. you've done, you've done a, co a couple of different things and you did one uh, to... Uh, who was it again? You did a comic. That oh, was Stuart Adamson. Stuart Adamson, yeah. yeah. Yes. Now I know you've got. A, yeah. We. I do love, love music. We know you yeah, anyway that you do have a, a an affinity for music. Do you, yeah. so do you think that plays quite a big part on your your influence behind it as well? Well, it probably comes up, um, just because it's something I'm interested in. I mean, I've got the same collector bug for. LPs and things that I've got for comics and books, you know. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, and I like I like playing drums on that as well, as you know. So, mm -hmm. so that's that's fun. So who who would you say is your main your main influences for for making these for doing these comics? Not 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 so much just comics in in general, but for really creating these these ones in specific. specific. In terms of why have I made these? Bloody books. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess that's the big question. And it's one I think about a lot. Why am I doing all these comics? You know? Why are we doing all this? And it's just... I just believe in it. You know? I don't know why. I don't even know why. 
There's some for you. <laughs> I think I'm making the world a better place <laughs> by making my comics. <laughs> and uh, and I said that once, and some of you went, why? And how does that work? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's it's just one of those things. I don't even, funnily, I was speaking to another artist about this, who's doing a, a course about looking into their art and why they're doing this and that. Yeah. And he was talking about it. And I just thought, I'm, I'm not interested in thinking about that, really. You know, why comics? Yeah. I'm like, why not comics would be my question, you know. I'm, I've got too many comics to get on me to be stopping thinking why comics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Well, Which is a total non-answer. Yeah, but no, but it's, it's very true. It's, yeah, it's, I just I, I like doing them, and uh, you know, hopefully, the more you do, it can get better. We have previously discussed it. It's more just it's just something that you know, like you said, even in your process, it's something that you sort of you're out there and go, oh, that'll yeah, that'll be something. You know, you. So it's clearly just, it's an outlet, it's, it's something that you're... I've always what, been interested in doing it, but it never really had any practical... Well, the way you get taught to live your life, you know? Mm. Mm. So, so this is like, be a consumer, or, or go and work for somebody or whatever, You've, you do all these things. And it's like, and now go and sit and draw comics for others, <laughs> and be creative. To be creative is almost, yeah, you've got to do that because you want to, haven't you? Yeah. Not decide. Mm -hmm. I always say there's a, a million reasons, you know, to not do comics, and there's only one to do them, you know, because you want to do it, you know. And then there's all these other reasons why you shouldn't be doing it, because you're yeah. going to be doing this, that, that. It's too hard. It's too big. That there's, there's a million. You can sit and start, and you hear a lot of them, mm -hmm. because people say, "Oh yeah, I'll do that," and then they kind of don't turn up, and then they'll tell you all the reasons why, and you think to yourself, "I'm familiar with all these reasons," you know, <laughs> but you have to ignore all of them. And do it. What you mean? Like actually, you've been <laughs> let down with. Oh well, I've not been let down, but say I'm involved. You wanted in, to collaborate with. Like a lot of these things are, are um, a lot of my stories are done for other publishers or things, you know. So I'll maybe there's a call looking for people to do stories on this or that. So I'll decide to do it, and then other people say they'll do it, and then inevitably, some people don't manage, you know. Yeah. And then they'll explain to you why you didn't. And you're like, bullshit. No, I don't think it's, I don't think it's bullshit, but I just, I think, well, you either do it or you don't, right? Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. all, and then all the reasons don't, the not you know, fine, you know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. you just got to do it, you know, or not, it's up to you. But that's your, <clears throat> you, a lot of the time you're, you're, your sort of work ethic behind that as well though is just to to do the thing like it's also taken me years to get to this point of being so emphatic about it i mean yeah. i've spent plenty of time fannying about you know <laughs> as well but i've probably started a lot of things and never finished them as well because yeah you're just not uh, yeah in fact there was a lot of things i can think of stories right now that i've never finished you know things from like 10 20 years ago that are bugging you, that are still like kind no, of well, not really. maybe not bugging you, but it was a different time. So, yeah, you know, it was like that's what I would have done then. Not you know, necessarily that you want to conclude them in the now. You kind of just leave them as they were then, and well, yeah, just ideas. Much, yeah, but, 
Yeah. Has it become easier past two or three years with doing more and more the whole process? Well, I really, uh, I really got a lot more serious about it about three years ago. And I, and I, wrote, I wrote it in one of my, you know, I do all these notes at the back of my comics. Mm -hmm. And there was one I just wrote it in there that it was actually, funnily enough, it's cheesy, but it was a New Year's resolution. I was sitting on New Year's Eve and I thought, you know what, screw it, this is it. I mean, this year I'm, I've, I'm had it, we're not doing this. Were you still at the library then? Uh, no, well, I might have been, but it was totally irrelevant to, right. to that. I mean, it, it's not... Th these were all done while working full-time, you know? It's just yeah. it was time to go. It was You went to work, you finished, you came home, you did this, you did that, right, it's half past time, now it's now to sit. Time now to sit for three hours. Yeah. You get to go to bed when the page is finished. And that was just the mindset. Mm -hmm. And again, there was no reason to do that. <clears throat> Always, nobody's ever sitting waiting on me doing another comic ever again. No, know? well, and, that's and you, have you, to, was, you have to take you that on board. You know, your and schedule and yeah, the work ethic. Yeah, the constancy, which is important, I imagine. Yeah, and, and your question was, does it get easier? It's more of a that almost becomes irrelevant. Right. If it's easy or not, because you've got to do it. Yeah, it's time to go. By Friday, it'll be done. And it's like, well, it'd be easy, but no, you, that's taking up time. You got to go now. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It sounds relentless, but if you want to do it, you're doing it. You know. Yeah. And uh, and it was a resolution. Do you know? I was I was actually thinking about this, and I remembered that a few maybe I can't remember. I shouldn't have started the story because I can't remember who it was. But Gary <laughs> Groth in the Comics <laughs> Journal was interviewing some cartoonist, and he's really famous, and I forgot his name. But he's in like his mid eighties or something, and he's a legend, and I forgot his name. You know, I'm cursing. <laughs> but there was one line that uh, Gary Groth said to him. You know, would you ever do a graphic novel? And he went, oh, you know, no. At this stage, I'm not going to wait to start a graphic novel. You know, I'm eighty six or something. You know, whatever. He's doing wee bits here and there. Mm -hmm. And he and he said the line, I wish I was. I wish I was 30 again, you know. Or I wish I was 40 again, and then I would have time to get started, you know. And I, th and, and I was around about the time I was like 40, either going to be 40 or I just turned 40 or something. And I thought, there's, there's a guy sitting here going, I wish I was 40 so I could get started. And I just took that as another wee sign. That just clicked something in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to go. Time to go! <laughs> so yeah, that was a wee... That was an inspiring little quote that he... Yeah. It's never, never too late. <laughs> Very good. But, but since then, I have just been on a, a constant... On mission. a mission. Yeah. And a big part of it for me was deciding that every... What, what I saw as being an opportunity, everything I saw that was like that, I was going to do it. Mm. And you'll know yourself that you'll maybe think, you'll see something, oh, I could maybe do that. You get that thought, and you go, yeah, that would maybe be good. And then you go away and your brain starts going, but, but this and this that, and, but this and, that. And, and, and I just started going, shut up. Whenever yeah. that voice went, ah, but would they really want that? Or maybe, or, and, and I just thought, shut up, just shut up. Every time I felt it, yeah. and, I just, and I just, you know. Blocked it out, that's good. What if it's crap? What if it's rubbish? What if it's this? And you just go, forget all of it. Because yeah. at least it exists. Yeah. If it exists, that's good. Yeah. And then hopefully it gets better as the more you do. 
And I do look back at my older ones and I kind of cringe, you know. So, so something must have happened. I must, I must have got better. Because I must be looking at the old ones going, I wouldn't have done that now. But you still How old them. is that? Because Ergatron, that, that's... Because yeah. I've noticed from your, le your later comics, right, you saw things have changed, yeah. Yeah, this was like the first two minis that I put together. So, this is like about 15 years old, maybe right. even older. But again, that was a... This isn't even from the time I'm talking about, about doing it. Like getting... This is... No, this my, is this way is before, it? Yeah. <laughs> I was always just taking my time, you know. Yeah. Because who cared? Nobody was waiting. Nobody cared if I ever did it, you know. Yeah. So I just took my time. Then I thought, okay, time's running out. Let's go. <laughs> what, was, it, what was the... What was the... The kind of thing that came about with, with that then? Because that's very... A lot of, a lot of your other stuff is... Uh, like we've said before, a lot of your other stuff's very sort of grounded in reality, sort of everyday mm. stuff. What is it? What, but what? so was that. No, I, I, in some respects, I thought yeah. it wasn't gonna be. You tricked me. It was great. I thought there was some kind of magic pen. Ah, good. I did. And then it was like, oh no, it's one of his like reality yeah, stories. Yeah. But it's not. It's oh possible. no, it's bad. It's like. Oh no, he's duped me. <laughs> Which is good. The thing that the if thing, you see what I'm saying, I do know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, the thing was, that harkened yeah. not to not to reality for me was just the fact that it was like a robot wars type thing. Uh -huh. Not everybody out there is sitting going, yeah. "Oh yeah, I'm going to put my my robot that I've just uh -huh. made into robot yeah. wars." Um, so what was that just from? Is that from seeing like Robot Wars on the Do you know, I actually started this before Robot Wars was on telly. That's how old this is. Right, okay. And I had seen Robot Wars on telly as a kid, like back in the 70s yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Some American program went off in the summer holidays or something, and it must have stuck with me. I thought, there's people making robots that are fighting. <laughs> I'm sure I saw that on telly. <laughs> it's one of those things. Me, yeah. You know, <laughs> did I imagine that? They went hand in hand with like, say, the, the big trucks, big trucks, yeah, yeah. The, the monster truck yeah. shows and stuff like monster that. Monster trucks, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Front of dump, so um, third dump. So I kind of started that, and then it came on telly, which was interesting. Yeah, with Craig Charles and all people. Yes, that's right, <laughs> Lister. Um, I actually, I actually put Craig Charles. I think he had a wee cameo, and I think he's in in dump. There's a bit where somebody's sitting flicking through channels on the telly. And one of them is Craig Charles sitting saying something about. Is it? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really look like him. I just did it to amuse myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but it was. You know, I wouldn't say necessarily the paint wasn't magic, you know? Right, well, we're, we're sort of uh, alluding to it. What's, what's <laughs> it? What's, if, if was there one enough on then? What's Maybe the not. story, Tom? You saying? I was going to say for for uh, for uh, for the uh, people at home. Yeah, uh, it was a brief overview of the uh, of the story. Yeah, well, it kind of it starts with they're at school, and two pals, two pals, Bert and is it Ronnie? Ronnie, Ronnie, yeah. yeah. Can't even remember his name. Okay, Ronnie is. Uh, yeah, Ronnie's built a robot, and he wants. Bert to paint it to put into the robot wars. Yeah. And Ronnie's interested in chemistry and stuff and he's made magic paint that can make the robot indestructible. But he's not quite told Ronnie that yet because he'll probably laugh at him. 
<laughs> and so then the story goes through the week as they're leading up to the robot. Really like this patch. Yeah, that's the dream sequence. That's a great. Ah, one. that makes more sense. That was him dreaming. Um, the, the, ro the other robots were. It's this like guy. It's, it's Ronnie. Ronnie's dreaming. It is Ronnie that's dreaming. And I actually gave the robot the same hairdo as Ronnie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And is that him imagining? Oh, no. So is that him being the controller of the robot? Yeah, that's him being the controller of the robot. That's and they're asking the president. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, there's more, a lot of black on this page. Actually, this... This, this is more like some of your more recent stuff okay. in terms of the how you blacked stuff out. Yeah, I've just remembered that when it was starting Berserkatron, that was a very definite decision, actually, that I made. I did this for a amateur press anthology, which is one of those... I think I've mentioned it on yeah. before. Yeah. Everybody sending their work and it gets collated. And yeah, and you know, I've always Careful. like worshipped like Jack Kirby and Al Williamson and all these impossible artists that are so good. So you spend a lot of time copying in, and you know you're never quite reaching it, of course. Yeah. And then, of course, if you did reach it, well, what would be the point of that? Because you would just be like a copy, a clone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that when I drew this, I sat and thought, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just draw without thinking of it, how good it is. Yeah. Or, or I'm just going to draw and let whatever my style is develop on and keep it simple. So really, I got rid of... Getting rid of all the blacks, to me, in my mind, was a a thing of just being brave. Just, just I'm not going to hide how crap this art is. You know, that was my mindset. Okay. You're, you're going to see it. Plain as day. I'm not doing any... Very little shading, mm -hmm. very little blacks or... It was just pure, the story coming through, yeah. and the art, you know, so laughably bad, I feared. Um, so. You know, but that, so that, I just remembered that that was, a, that was a big step away from trying to be a Williamson, or, you know, and of course you just end up, who the hell's a Williamson? <laughs> Nobody can draw like him. Only no, he can, you know. Only he can draw like him, yeah. So that was a big, but then I found, I would, as of, you're saying it's more like, you know, it developed, because other things start, I was keeping the simplicity of yeah. this, but other things were coming in. The line, I mean, when I started drawing this, what I was saying to you about drawing the figures, there's none of that. I was sitting with like a biro pen. Right. I knew nothing. That, yeah. I knew nothing. And, yeah, and so you were kind of doing it how I just thought I'd maybe do it if I didn't know anything better and just went right kind of Yeah, just go, panel. just go, go, go. I had an idea for a story and I was just gonna do it until it was finished, you know. And I got a lot of interesting feedback. Is he the same character that is then in offices? And later on, yeah, in Dunks, yes. yeah. With the checker jacket. Yeah. Is it the exact same guy? It's the same guy. So yeah. he's grown yeah. up, that's him at school, and then after he's yeah. him in the working environment, it's that how you've exactly. kind of done See, it. See, there's right? a bit here. I like it's how his mum's got job. the same hair, but the other way around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's thought, thought about the job. Yeah, if you thought about the job, your uncle's still keeping that job for you. Oh, right. And, and, then, and then dump. Well, actually, you've not got number one, but that opens with him working with his uncle. Yeah. He ends up at 
And this year you've had a great thing with the, um, I know that you're accessible to the entire world anyway through your URL and various pages that you have online, but yeah. the whole David Bowie thing, Oh yeah, the, the piece in the David yeah. Bowie uh, yeah, book, that was, that's like, yeah, that that's on. a mega that kind on. of bit of publicity, don't you think? Oh, this is a, well, yeah. you know, you would have to kind of know, I guess, because this is, um, this is a bit from one of his 90s videos that he did. It's stuck in my mind. I always yeah. forget that that's on the back end. Eh? I didn't really say anything about it, I don't think. I might be mentioned thanks for putting me in the Bowie exhibition. Yeah, well, it's, it's, in the, it's now in the official book, isn't it? Yeah, there was, well, I've never seen that book yet. So I must chase that up. Right. But there was, it was one yeah, of those things, there's you, the exhibition. You get, you get one, won't you, as a yeah. contributor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, you would imagine so. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. No, because Bowie was so loved all around the world oh, that course, it's yeah. fantastic to have a piece of work in there, not just because you wanted there's, to there's get a piece of work in there, but yeah. it's because you like Bowie yourself. Yeah, yeah, well, and especially, what, well, you know, when he, when he died, it was, it was bad, of course, and, but they had Chris Evans on the radio. This I don't know what's worse. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he's dead, and he's on the radio. Oh. But they were like... Uh, paying tribute to him, and 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 they had every morning. Okay, we're going to have Bowie from the six every day, sixties, Tuesday, seventies, eighties, nineties, and then two thousands. And so he was doing that. And then he got to like the nineties, and and I was sitting, I was really wondering what they were going to play because he did a lot of good stuff in the nineties, mm -hmm. Bowie. And it, and he went, oh, we're just going to play more from the seventies because that's better. Uh, and that annoyed me, yeah, actually. And so when it came to this project coming up, I thought I'm gonna. I had an image from that. This was Jump They Say video, right? And I could always remember him on the on the roof, and like and the birds and that and the tie and and then so just of course it's easy now. I just went on YouTube and, and watched yeah. the video, you know, and then drew the drew that image that I remembered so yeah. strongly. Sent that, and of course a lot of them. I don't have a likeness of Bowie here at all. But I felt like it was trying to capture the, the that moment in yeah, the moment. It's the spirit of it. Okay, yeah, that's, that's the that's so the was, thing. Yeah, I was glad to. You don't do have to that. have you don't have to have Barry's face on display to. Well, I decided not. See, that's a but that's like a posture of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that dance. Yeah, that. I always liked that song as well. Mm. They say. So that was the background to that. But they, they did make prints of them. So I'm oh, hoping really? I'm hoping they go and make a. Yeah, it was like a temporary pop-up exhibition shot that they did. Right. It might have been part of, you know, that like record vinyl day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was yeah. that weekend or something. They yeah. did it and then Soho, they set up a shop there and had them all on the wall. Mm. Fantastic. So that was good, yeah. Yeah. Before before Nando takes off then, okay. I'll just I'll, I'll ask I'll ask you one last thing. Of, uh, I like this book. I like this story. That's on exhibit just now. The, the originals for that story. In that uh, pixels and thing. Yeah, and yeah that's what she picked. Yet. She said she wanted that. So, so I always, if I ever do sit down, sit down with somebody and ask them about like their kind of mm -hmm. their art, the stuff that they do, yeah. I always want to ask them where you kind of see yourself with all of this in five years' time. Well, can I, can I change my answer a bit? Yeah, because whenever I change it in five years' time, 
No, I always see, you know, going to like the cons, the thought bubble, and mm -hmm. on these zine fairs. I've got this image of myself being like 98, and I'm still turning up on my latest wee thing of <laughs> scribble, you know, and I've printed off 50 of them or whatever. And I'm hobbling in there with my carrier bags, and dump 26, <laughs> and setting it up, you know. <laughs> and the rest of the young people there, like, oh, there's old Dave's done it again, <laughs> you know, and it's barely a scribble. And I'm like, I see a lot of, see a lot of honour in that. So I but, took yeah. it from five years ahead to give it a few decades. Aye. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Are you happy with that? Yeah. Big time. It, it probably just further says I'm carrying on, no matter what the hell. <laughs> yeah. I, I like comics, man, and you know, I like the thing is, no matter how good or bad they are, they're mine. And every person that makes a comic, that's their comic, and I think that's great. And that's why I like to see other people doing it as well. I'm, I'm interested in what they do as well because I could have never done it unless it's some kind of horseshit that they've just you know copied or been told to do or something, but that's a whole other thing, yeah. Yeah, to see how your art's got your angles. Uh -huh. And different perspectives of the like of late mm. is bolder than yeah obviously than when you first mm -hmm. well yeah hopefully there is a regression you know mental iron individual <laughs> he's brilliant yeah David Robson writer plot David Robert Davidson pencil art Bob Davies <laughs> Dave Roberts. Robbie Davis, Rab <laughs> Davison, and Davy Robson. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good team. That was the Marvel team and that worked on that. Iron yeah. Man, isn't it? Iron yeah. Man, there he is. I just Do you recognise that from taken from the, the Jack Kirby? I do, yeah. Teams. yeah. I love that picture. That was, and you know, it's kind of based a little bit on, you know, the famous cover, and it's like the three down the side. Yes. And he's like taking the, the boots out, and then he's taking the helmet out. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and then the big one, he's like, Iron Man. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll use that, you know. <clears throat> yeah, that's amazing. It's good. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you very, very much. Very very nice. Well, th thanks for suggesting to talk about my book. And it's interesting well, to every single one's got their own process, like as you've yeah, seen. Yeah, I mean, we always speak about it, just bits here and there, and I always thought like people have got to be sitting thinking. You know what? Like even us, we, we, when we sit, we just kind of yeah. speak about it, just we we tiny bits. I would. It, mm. it was good to kind of sit down and yeah, well, appreciate get that. a bit more of a, a wider scope on it. Yeah. What was it I said to you? Well, I would be crazy to say no to this. So I'll say yes. Exactly. And you said do you want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it's it's a bit odd because it's it's not like a bunch of critics talking about your comic or somebody interviewing you it's your mates you know so it's kind of it's your peers yeah, it's, it's <laughs> but it's good to see that you do yeah. get your work um, um, reviewed don't you sometimes yeah. online yeah. yeah is that through you sending Usually, copies yeah. to people yeah most of the time it is I'll factor that into however many I'm printing you know. there's so many I for sending off to reviewers and things how many do you send off to read it depends how you, have you got a list a general funny enough with Berserkatron I've printed less this time because although it's my new book it's not really it's my old one you know? yeah, yeah. So, so I did less yeah. of them than I did a zero sum because zero sum's still only like 
three months old or something. It's not worth as much as the first print. No. The first print, you'd get at least £1.50. <laughs> <laughs> if you could find it, yeah. So, uh, for, for the people at home, uh, where can everybody find you? Oh, well, uh, just Google Fred Egg Comics. Spell F-R-E-D. It's not fried. It's Fred. <laughs> Fred. Uh, yeah. And really? um, there's a there's a like a shop, you know, what is it? Big cartel shop online. Yeah. And there's loads of clips and things on my website. And you're on Twitter and whatnot. I'm well. on my Twitter. Fred Egg Comics. I would recommend Fred Egg Comics visiting before. your is it in MySpace? No. What a blog. Yeah, the blog spot because the shed loads of stuff on there, which is about all kinds of things to do with comics. Yeah, it's not just yeah. your platform; it's right. your stuff. I talk it's about you musing on well. comics as well, yeah. which is really good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, it yeah. is. It's very interesting. It is, mm. and it's nicely um, searchable. Yeah, I try, I try to tag tags and labels and what have you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>get in touch for more links to the podcast links to buy our comics and more then go to our link tree at thatcomicsmell.com and please don't forget to rate review and subscribe thank you for listening the music you can hear is by richter fm and it's the title track from the ep hibiscus you can check out richter fm and this ep on bandcamp YouTube, Spotify and Apple Music.